only a matter of time before the highest paid feminist was a man. Elon, stop trying to make X happen. We're all eating sun chips. <laughs> Real America is the middle seat and coach. I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your dumpster fire for the week of July 30th to August 5th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. And we're back, except we're leaving. So just so you know, this is our last episode before we take two weeks off. And then when we return, we will be refreshed and ready to be a ride or die through the election cycle of 2024 Send the sweet meteor of death, please. Yes, yes, sweet death. We'll get through this together, guys. Somehow. Have we decided what we're going to call election 2024? No, tell Maggie in the comments what we should call the election 2024. We haven't really come up with a good title, but we do want to hear from you about what you think it should be called. I saw it today as I was getting ready to come shoot dumpster fire that DeSantis has agreed to debate Newsom and Hannity is going to moderate. And I was like, Newsom, who isn't even running technically yet. There's like a parallel election that's running it's adjacent like a shadow to the election. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, but awesome because this I I even if these two guys are politicians and clowns, I don't care. I so much prefer DeSantis Newsom to like whatever other options we have because I, I can't do Biden Trump 2024. No. I just can't do it. Join us at Fetacy.com if you would like to get your unedited dumpster fire, your unfiltered, unedited, mostly uncut dumpster fire the day before we launch the edited version. There's also a community of people in there. We do workouts. There have been a lot of ladies in the workouts, lots of new ones. I love seeing you there, and I've been back at it. We're going to start doing live streams in September when we get back private live streams for just our subscribers and so much more. We have so much planned for 2024 and the end of this year. So join us, fetacy.com. It's the best way to support this show other than liking, subscribing, commenting, and touching my bells and buttons and telling your friends about us. Truly the way everyone finds out about this show. Patriarchy so crafty. Dylan Mulvaney is the highest paid feminist speaker in the country, charging $40,000 per speaking gig. I'm so tired of people making money, I swear to God. I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a matter of time before the highest paid feminist was a man. He's only been a woman for a year and he's already making more money than all the women doing what he's doing. This just proves that the gender pay gap is real for all of the naysayers. I knew it! You only have to be a woman for a year if you have a dick and you get paid more than a woman. It's f***ing bullshit. I'm sorry. I don't care, like... Do what you want to do. Get your facial. I know that these surgeries cost money, but you don't get to run around and talk about female empowerment. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Women! Women! It makes me wish I had a dick. <laughs> Honestly. I would have killed it with a dick as you, a woman. You always wished you had a dick. <laughs> and as a man. 
My culture is not your costume, Dylan. My biology is not your costume. Dylan's forthcoming TED Talk will be titled, Believe All Women, Especially If They're Men. Chickens come home to roost. In Woodlawn, Chicago, residents blow up over illegal migrants in their neighborhood. So you're telling me Chicagoans are gonna Chicago. This is the least surprising story, although I do find it hilarious. You know it's bad when black people are like, we need to get the brown people out of here at a public forum on the record. Who's more racist, black people or white people? Black people. You know why? Because we hate black people, too. They're like, we're going to take this justice. (laughs) We're going to let the streets handle this. Let me say this. They got one more time to deal with it, because otherwise, next time they deal with it, they're going to deal with it from the streets. We're going to take over it. Nobody's going to be able to stop us from what we're going to do to them. Excuse me, what? (laughs) They're just kind of saying the quiet part out loud now. I think it would have been really funny if they were getting up on the podium and they were like, this is MAGA country! (laughs) Juicy Smoulette tried to warn you this is MAGA country, motherfucker! (laughs) You said you were in Asylum City. You vote for the people who enact these policies and then you get mad when immigrants come to your city. Instead of accepting them lovingly with open arms, the way an asylum asylum should. (laughs) (laughs) I love how mad all these cities are getting that are that were so just boldly like we're asylum cities. Okay, put your money where your mouth is. Then New York, they're putting out messages like they got like ten immigrants and they're like we can't handle it. It's too expensive. Don't come here. It's time to send another shipment to Montauk. Another <laughs> Kamala video being like, don't come. Don't. Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. Oh, you mean the policies you voted for are actually being put into practice? And you don't like and it? And you don't like it? Shocking. Let me guess. You live in a blue city. Important stories we're ignoring. We're ignoring a lot of important stories. Trump is indicted for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election and blocking the transfer of power. He's also facing more charges over the files he kept because he conspired with staff to delete security footage. (laughs) Witnesses have come forward to testify that Biden was aware of and involved in Hunter's business dealings and an impeachment inquiry is likely in store. insane out there. All of our leaders are corrupt and we're just kind of ignoring it because there's nothing we can do and it's really demoralizing when you actually sit back and think about it. How fucked up are things? The stories that we've been ignoring are aliens are real. The former president was indicted and is constantly being indicted. The current president is under invest, always under investigation for corruption or being implicated in corruption. And Jesus came back. About the Trump indictment, Pence tweeted, Today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Like, he's one of the few Republicans actually actively criticizing Trump. Well, to Pence's credit, they did threaten to hang him. (laughs) So, you know, the guy maybe has a bone to pick. (laughs) Maybe maybe there's a little bad blood there. I love how they're like, we can't believe this guy. Like, he literally was going to let a mob lynch the guy. And he's he's been pretty reasonable about it. Like, in his very Pence way. Uh-huh. 
My nemesis is at it again. I do not want to cover this man. Elon, stop. Stop being crazy, Elon. Elon had a giant pulsating X put on top of Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco. Elon had Grimes dancing on top of his Twitter headquarters. That's pretty awkward. Does Elon think he's the only person in the world? Yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, he does. It was funny when we were doing that in the writer's room, Maggie was saying innocently, does Elon think he's the only person in the world? And three out of the five writers immediately were like, yes, yes, he does. (laughs) It's all about me! Come on, Helen. Let's just go back to hell. Oh, sweet Maggie, still so immune to the sociopathy of this cold, cruel world. I swear he is very Gen X, though, and that we all kind of have oppositional, not even kind of, we all have oppositional defiance disorder. Like they told him that he couldn't take the Twitter sign off the building. And then he was like, you putting a flashing, pulsing strobe light X on the top of my headquarters. Make me stop, bitches, because that's exactly how Elon talks. And They were like, okay, take it down. This was the most ridiculous thing in the world. I was like, it's going to cause seizures in people. Some guy was like, I was like, imagine being like, imagine being a tenant in that building. And some guy on Twitter was like, imagine no more, which is so funny that he's posting this on Twitter. He's like, imagine no more. This is my view. And it was like a strobe light. I'm like, I would be fucking rip shit. I'm sure those apartments are like $10,000 a month, too, so that they can see people ODing in their streets and step in human feces and have a strobe light axe pulsing in their windows. Yeah, it was the sign had to be removed like shortly thereafter. It received too many complaints. I love how Elon's like, oh, this city's falling apart. And he's like, let's like make it look more like a dystopia. You know what will make this dystopian hellscape better? A strobe light so that when people are being stabbed, it really looks like a movie. Elon, stop trying to make X happen. It's not going to happen. Speaking of pulsating and engorging, let's take a minute to check in with our weather, our mascot, our favorite, Yannette Garcia. Nos vamos rápidamente a la imagen de satélite donde podemos eh, apreciar el frente frío número 46 de la temporada que continúa afectando el noreste. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you are missing out on some beautiful booty. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Make sure you tell three friends about us. Word of mouth recommendations are appreciated. <laughs> I said that's so sad. Like, huh, why am I even bothering? Please tell your friends. Hey, look, I appreciate my cult following. Yes, we do appreciate every single one of you who turns in, tunes in loyally for these. We do, because someday, someday, even if it's long after we've all been wiped (laughs) off the face of the earth. Dumpster fire will have its time. And some child will be sitting around a barrel with the fire and watching old episodes being like, I wish I could have watched these when they came out live. They had it so good. They had air conditioning. They were sitting there bitching about Barbie. Cool science 
In a shocking development in physics, we may have actually created a room temperature superconductor for the first time. Apparently, this is like the coolest shit ever. They didn't think it was possible, and now they're trying to replicate it, but it is allegedly something that worked, and it would be the equivalent of, say, the transistor radio in terms of what a breakthrough for humanity this could be. And I guess, as I understand it, it removes electrical resistance so you wouldn't lose power in that transfer because a lot of power gets lost in the heat and the transfer of um, electricity. I mean, the implications are really just like endless. I'm not really smart enough to understand all of them, but this has been a pipe dream for a long time and a lot of people said it would not happen and nobody believed it and now everybody's trying to replicate it and now there are fake videos of rocks floating. <laughs> I don't know why. I just know that this is all somehow connected. I don't really understand this or anything, so I'm gonna assume it's terrible, and later on I'm going to burn a superconductor because that's what we do now, people, when we don't like things and we think they're terrible. <laughs> I love how, like, instead of talking about this everywhere, they're talking about, like, teenagers not having enough premarital sex. <laughs> and Barbie. <laughs> and now... <laughs> our favorite category this week. Thanks, Lizzo. While in Amsterdam, Lizzo had dancers eat bananas from sex workers' vaginas. Now, that's what I call a banana cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this story is so funny because people just don't really realize how their favorite celebrities are all monsters usually. And particularly if they've been famous for any amount of time, they just kind of turn into horrific human beings. So none of this really surprises me. Lizzo can be talented and also a monster. There was absolutely zero chance that Hunter Biden wasn't at this party. <laughs> <laughs> really did sound like his kind of his kind of thing in Amsterdam. But I guess she was called out for like fat shaming people as well. Yeah. Imagine being fat shamed by Lizzo. That's like taking driving lessons from Caitlyn Jenner. Buckle up, buckaroo. Maybe she was shaming them for not being fat enough. Maybe she needs them to make her look skinny. We here at Dumpster Fire were a little skeptical that Lizzo was encouraging anyone to eat healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the defense should give us a call because I feel that if they use that, they will win this case. Dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> Uh, all right. Taylor Swift's Seattle show caused record-breaking seismic activity. That's every day at a Lizzo show. Hey <laughs> You're a victim. Mm. Here we go, CSI. <laughs> I'm just going to keep making fat-shaming jokes because this is retribution for her fat-shaming, her poor workers. Tell Maggie in the comments what food you want to eat out of a sex worker's vagina. We're going to we be like, is this the campaign slogan or the food that I know? <laughs> I'm having a hard time telling if this is the campaign slogan or the food that we want to eat out of the sex worker's vagina. Maybe something brilliant will come of it. Maybe. Our audience is brilliant. China has denied claims that the sun bear in their zoo is a human dressed in a bear costume. Okay. Only 
in China would you question whether this is a man in a bear suit or an actual bear? Any other country, with some exceptions, you'd be like, eh, I take their word for it. That's probably a bear. Maybe it's a very strange looking bear, but why would a country lie about that? <laughs> it's China. They could be just pushing the limits of how much they can force you to believe, much like they do in this country right now. Instead of being like, a man is a woman, they're like, that's not a man in a bear suit. <laughs> that's a bear. That's totally a bear, a bear guys. <laughs> sure, it looks like a bear whose pants are hanging down and he's wearing shoes, but that is definitely a bear. It is by no means a political dissident in a bear suit. You can't tell me that's not a political dissident in a bear suit. That's probably one of the disappeared billionaires. Whether this is a real bear or a person in a bear suit, it's definitely saying, help me, help me, help me in Chinese. <laughs> Apparently, the UK made an announcement. They released a video or pictures of their own bear being like, no, this is how sun bears are. That's definitely a real bear. <laughs> and UK we're like, in the pocket of China. We're like, OK, if the UK says so, maybe it's true. We'll believe them. They're allies. They're not just trying to gaslight us into believing that's an actual bear. <laughs> Gaslighting doesn't exist. You made it up because you're fucking crazy. A Japanese man spent $14,000 to transform himself into a collie. This person looks more like a dog than Dylan Mulvaney looks like a woman. <laughs> this dog is now winning best in show. Just so you know. And the other dogs are like, this is bullshit. That's not a <laughs> dog what's going on in all these countries it's like they can't go as far as the gender stuff because they're two like normal kind of still countries and would never accept that but they're just doing it in other weird ways where they're trying to just you know lose their minds on a population level well he has a whole youtube channel i was checking out his youtube channel last night and oh jesus it's like his videos get a lot of views but he is anonymous like he doesn't publish his real name or his face because he doesn't want to be judged by friends and family. They don't know that he does this. Yeah, there was a quote in the article that said the Japanese man said last year that most of his colleagues are also <laughs> unaware that he dresses as a dog outside of work. If there are a few of his colleagues who know that he dresses up like a dog, all of his colleagues know <laughs> that he dresses up like a dog. No one's keeping that secret to themselves with a water cooler on Monday. They're like, yo, and Jim, he dresses like a dog on the weekends. <laughs> no way. I had to walk him. Yeah, it's true. Most is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence. Most of his colleagues don't know. You're telling me a few of his colleagues are keeping that shit to themselves? No. <laughs> All of his colleagues know. And then we have breaking Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rant not about something that happened in the news, but about something that happened to me personally this past weekend. When I was traveling to go home for a funeral, the airlines are out of control. And I think we all know this. They abuse us. We are in a hostile relationship with them. And it's so funny because I'll get on the plane and I'm still baffled by the miracle of flying. It is still like, holy crap. How did we figure out how to do this? As Louis C.K. said, you're like a god. You're you're sitting in a chair in the sky. It is Still a wonder to me. The wonder has been dulled, however, by the airlines cramming everybody in like sardines and just treating us like, I don't even know. I think cattle actually get better treatment than humans do 
in regards to the airlines because they can just do whatever they want with you. This is inhumane. Shut up, sir. For some reason, my flight was delayed. It was a Delta flight. At Delta, we love us some flying, and it be shown like a motherfucker. Because the they couldn't get the bags on the plane because there was they're like, oh, we'll get the door unblocked. I don't really understand what was going on. Something was blocking the door. This was a 6 a.m. flight. I thought for sure, other than mechanical or weather, what could possibly go wrong? Well, apparently something was blocking the ability for them to load bags onto the plane. So then they're like loading all the bags and I had a connecting flight. And instead of connecting me to the next direct flight, which they had seats available that they were still selling, they had me flying to three other airports because I'm a pleb in middle in a middle seat and coach. If I was in first class, I'm sure they would have just put me on that next direct flight. But because I'm just a lowly pleb, they see my time as invaluable and they it's cheaper for them. I get it. I don't need you to explain to me how capitalism, crony, capitalism subsidized by the government it works in the comments. I know that they can sell that flight for $600 and it's cheaper to fly my poor ass around to Columbus, Ohio and Atlanta before I get back to Austin. But it's still insane because I originally purchased a direct flight from from Minneapolis to Austin was my connection and they should just give you the next flight that is comparable especially if there are seats available but no they don't do that they can squeeze out a buck so they make me fly around so thanks to the miracle of wi-fi on airplanes I booked a flight on my other least favorite airline that me over last time I was flying Southwest and in this case they became my savior this is the thing about airlines one week they can be your nemesis and the next week they can be your savior and was booking a flight midair and just canceled my other flight with Delta and now I'm fighting to try and get my money back and it was a show because I'm looking around and I was coming home from a funeral I felt like the mom in home alone I was like I need to get home to my daughter I will do anything. I will trade this necklace I got from an Instagram ad <laughs> just so you can please give me some way to get home to my daughter. My boobs are going to explode. I'm still breastfeeding. And they don't give a shit. No one gives a shit. Here's what I did realize. Folks, we are all one. Okay? I like to talk to people on the airplanes. Yes, I'm one of those people. Don't worry. I can take a hint if you don't want to talk. But I do like to chat with my neighbors, especially when I'm in the middle seat, which is always. And I learned a lot about my fellow Americans traveling, sardines, plebs, just sweating it out in the airports. And everybody had different politics. We all chatted. It was very civil. And here's the thing, folks. We are more alike than all those people who are 100 millionaires trying to tell us that we're not. We're all sitting in coach together, <laughs> fighting with each other. The nerve of these private jet motherfuckers dividing us. That's really the big takeaway for me. Aside from how the airlines can treat us all like garbage, we are all being treated like garbage together. Can't you see it, people? We are all the same. You're all individuals. Yes, we're all individuals. They're dividing 
us with this stupid culture war shit. When we're all being treated like crap, the airline seats are getting smaller. We used to get meals. And now we get freaking sun drips. <laughs> sun drips. And we're all the same, folks. The same lady who sat next to me and said J.K. Rowling was a crazy person who is on her way back to Berkeley. I know you're shocked. And the same guy who was talking about how much he loved Trump. We're all sharing sun chips. <laughs> and coach, motherfucker. Can we unite on some things so that we can actually fix some of the problems in this country? Because the stories that I heard from people were about the health care stuff of their loved ones and the bullshit way they're treated by corporations and how they're getting gouged every time they turn around and nothing would make all of these politicians who are in the pockets of these very corporations happier than to have us sitting on a plane fighting about Barbie and masks. <laughs> and that is my rant. Well said. <laughs> here, here. We're all eating sun chips. <laughs> sun chips. No juicy. <laughs> That's my theory. Real America is the middle seat and coach. And any politician that was would dare to fly fucking domestic or coach would probably win every single state. Yeah, right. Yeah, just go hang out in the Atlanta airport with the plebs for for a 5-hour layover and talk to the people. You'd be like, go viral, the earned media, sit in coach with the rest of us, and you will have my vote. Whoever sits in coach has my fucking vote. You don't have to do it every flight. Just do it two or three times. Just so you can see. So you can remember what it's like to eat sun chips. <laughs> Fetacy News. Okay. Join us at Phetasy.com and get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire so that you can see all of the jokes we cut out. And in this episode, me and Maggie dying hysterically <laughs> as I try to get through one joke for like five minutes. Make sure you tell your friends about us and spread the word. And if you love this show, support us. It's not that much. I know and I understand times are tough. And if you can, I totally get it. But if you can, it makes a big difference to us because... We work hard to put this out, and we love you, and we want to keep doing it. And we also love having you in the community. It's a like-minded group of people. I do workouts with the ladies. There are writing prompts that are coming back in September. We're going to start doing live streams. We have an election coming, folks, and we need each other. This is our support group. Think of it as something to put money towards your mental health and mine. If you want to keep up with everything that we're doing this week, go to our free newsletter at bridgetfetacy.substack.com and subscribe. And we hand out, we hand out, I'm, I'm handing out flyers <laughs> at the Atlanta airport. We pass out, um, we send out an, air, an airline, we send out a newsletter, it's free, and it has everything that we put out for content from the past week for you to easily digest and not have to go running around looking in all the places where it is. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube. Do not forget to touch that bell and button. I can't do this without Dave Yates, Better Fetacy, Sammy Flaps and Folds, Ben Howe. Thank you for editing, writing, researching. The writer's room was freaking hilarious this week. I was dying. Thank you to you, Maggie, for all of this. Thank you, Bridget. Hopefully this went well. 
And thank you to our supporters, our viewers, our commenters. You guys honestly are the best. I get, I read your comments. Maggie screenshots a lot of them for me for when I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm eating some chips. When I am wondering why I'm doing this, I read your comments. And I know that this means a lot to you. It means a lot to me. I feel sane and better after I do this. And I'm glad a lot of you do too. You are not alone. We are all eating sun chips and coach, my friends. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm off for two weeks. We will be back and we will be energized and ready to fight or not really fight. (laughs) Just kind of observe the culture wars. And we will be with you in the spirit of the Lord. Thank you to ZenPro Audio for all of the audio support. We get all of our stuff from small businesses. If you need audio equipment, go to ZenProAudio.com. Thank you to our sponsors, Seed and Ha Ha Hot Sauce. The internet is glorious. Hold on. Attends. Ant. So much. Time. Horsefly. Ten. Wait, your aunt is spending so much of your time. You have so many horseflies in the tent. Hold on. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of July 30th to August 5th. I'm Bridget Fettacy. Now make me rich so I can get the hell out of that middle seat and go.